What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Wolfie's Gaming Den. Episode 24. You know what's funny in episode 24? I'll tell you next time I decide to do an episode. Um, it's been a while, right? I want to say it's been, what, two, maybe three weeks? I honestly can't even keep track anymore. A lot's happened, you know? It's the holidays, it's that time of year. So, you know, I've given thanks, uh, I've celebrated my 26th birthday, um, getting ready here to celebrate Christmas, and you know, it, it, it's awesome. And then recently though, we celebrated games at the Game Awards, hosted by uh, the one and only Jeff Keeley. And it's a great time, and I've, I've always been a huge fan of the Game Awards, not only because they typically fall around my birthday, so it's always really cool to have everyone come together and just kind of watch it. But it's it's really cool because, one, all the categories for the Game Awards have always been extremely unique. I think they, they don't fall into this, this typical best action game, best adventure game, best racing game, best sports game. Like, you have categories like best family game. You have categories like games for impact, best sound design. Like, there's so much in there to where you, you're always going to be recognizing at least a few different games that you would never think would actually get recognized in an award ceremony of that caliber. So that's, I think that's really cool. Um, so that, it's honestly the motivation I have going into this episode was the Game Awards. I'm like, you know what? I want to do an episode. I want to talk about it. It's been too long. Um, but you know, I I took some time off really because I, I'm tired, (laughs) you know, like I am exhausted. It is, uh, my days are long and you know, while none of it's, I guess, none of it's stuff I don't like doing. But it does make it less exhausting, you know? Like, my job is, while it's not the most strenuous or tedious job, it is mentally exhausting, uh, especially with some of the people I deal with uh, on a day-to-day basis. So, it, there's that. And then, you know, coming home, and there, there's stuff at home, you know? No, again, nothing bad, but, you know, day-to-day home things. You know, cleaning and putting things together, figuring out what I'm going to eat for dinner, what time should I go to bed, you know, should I drink a beer, should I not drink a beer, blah, 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 blah you know? So... Going into this, you know, this show is meant to be fun, right? It's meant to be a hobby. I, I don't want it to be anything more than that. If it grows into that, and you know, it starts paying the bills, then by all means, you know, I'll put my, I'll, you know, I'll put my ass on the line. I'll do what I got to do to make it work. But n- no more than that, you know, uh, because it's supposed to be fun, and I don't want something that's fun and something I enjoy doing to become a stressor you know I don't want to be a thing I I regret doing like god I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I don't want to do that and it was getting to that point so it I I can't say like you know from here on out and I I apologize because I did a few episodes back I did say like I'm gonna have this going this going this going this going and and the reality is is just right now at this point in my life I can't do that you know I got too much going on I, I can't so I will keep this what it's supposed to be and it is a fun show where I can talk about video games and talk to you guys, and you can hear my, my my opinions on everything, and if it grows, it grows, if not, eh, you know, it is what it is, I had fun doing it, so, yeah, it was, I, the show just got to a point where I'm like, man, I gotta compile notes together, this and the other, and it's like, I'm doing this on a Sunday, um, typically, if everything goes accordingly as, as planned during the day, um, and that's like, Putting the show, show notes together, it'll take about half an hour to an hour, depending on what all happened um, and how I want to structure it. And, you know, I, I'm like 
a bit of a perfectionist to where I'm like, I don't like the order that's in. Like, let me alter it. What if I like this? Well, uh, this isn't newsworthy. I don't want to talk about that. Like, oh, well, you know, I, I want to talk about everything. Uh, things of that nature, you know. And I, it takes time. It gets exhausting. I'm like, okay, fine. And then I have to record. And then I spend maybe like five or six, I mean, five or six different tries with an opening I like, right? And it's like, Jesus, this is, <laughs> this is hell. And then that alone makes me like, I should just stop recording. Like, hell, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not, that's too much pressure. And eventually I just bite the bullet and I do the damn thing and whatever happens, happens. I could give a shit less. And I'm just like, all right, I did it. And then I record the show, I get into a flow, it's going, and then I stop. I'm like, all right, now I have to split the episode so I can make sure I put the ad in there. And then I do that. And then I have to, um, what do I do? Oh, I upload it once it's uploading and I have that. I take the link and I put it on the Instagram page and the Twitter and I promote that and I hope like hope to God at least one person sees it during the week, right? And it's like, whew. and by the end of it, I just blew into the microphone and so I'm sorry for your speakers if that causes a problem. Um, <laughs> but by the end of it, it's like that's three hours that gone by and I'm like, holy hell. And then like by then, it's like middle of the night and I'm getting ready for bed and I have to be at work the next day. It's like, Jesus, like, man, I don't want to do all that. That sucks. And at that point, it's a chore. So here I am, I'm going into the show. There are no notes. I had nothing in front of me. I very much just finished watching Avengers Endgame uh, on Disney Plus, finally. And I've turned on the microphone and I have let it go. And so kind of the motivation behind that was, so I, I'm a huge fan of the original Pancake, Lil Dicky. Uh, and I listened to his album Professional, Rap- Professional Rapper in its entirety at least four or five times a year. But by far, my favorite track on that entire album is uh, a song called The Antagonist. And it's very much about him just kind of like talking about how he likes doing his funny stuff, right? But he likes doing the serious, harder raps. He likes doing things that a lot of people don't recognize him for, nor is it for people to hear. But at the same time, it's like he's not doing this for the fans. He's not doing it. He's doing it because he loves it, you know, and what what comes may be. Um and things of that nature. And I, I kind of apply that to this. I'm like, you know what? Why? I, I don't need to do this. I I average, what, maybe four or five listeners a week, you know? And it was getting discouraging. But I'm just like, who cares? I'm doing this because it's fun. I'm not doing this to become popular. I'm doing this because I enjoy it. So I'm like, let me just do this thing and enjoy it and have fun going into it, right? This is sort of like therapeutic in a way. It's a way I can let loose. So this is my antagonist episode, I should say, right? Where I can just talk and I can give a shit less how I say it what I do, and if you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. That's fine. Um, you're entitled to your opinion, and I'm entitled to mine. And I'm not going to get butthurt about it. So, anyway, the Game Awards. So, it, to kick things off with the Game Awards, I I like what it is, and I appreciate the hell out of Jeff Keighley for constantly repeating the fact this is a celebration of games. This isn't to put down one game over the other. This isn't to, to be upset at what game when what category and what award or how many times a game is nominated and how you think this game is going to win everything that's not the point of it and i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of fucking annoyed at hearing that kind of stuff <laughs> like it, it's i don't get it like i understand you know like if a game wins an award you're like man and your favorite game was up for nomination it didn't win okay you know like it i understand you're you're a little bummed like, man it didn't win but who cares right like it's you still enjoy the game. The game got recognized as being one of the top, right, of the year, and sometimes the top of the generation at times. And you should be proud, like that the people that you support put out something that other people recognize as great work. Right? 
So don't don't put down the other game. There, there's no reason for it. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. And God forbid if you you're pissed off about a game being recognized or by any chance winning an award that you don't agree with, don't shit on the game and say that you don't that it shouldn't deserve it, especially if you didn't play the damn thing. Like why? Like if you didn't play it, that's fine. That's totally fine. I don't play nearly as many games as I want to within a year, but never will I sit there and say, I'm not going to play this game, nor should this game ever be recognized because I think it's shit when I never want to press the start button or options button, X button, A button, whatever. You, whatever your console is, mouse and keyboard, press enter, shift, alt, delete. <laughs> oh, sorry, control, shift. No, control, alt, delete. That That's the common. That's the magic there. Or if you're using a MacBook, function command escape escape whatever who cares <laughs> but it's it, things like that i don't get it i just to me video games are art you know and you can't say to say something's bad art you know it has to be extremely bad to be just generally bad art otherwise like be clear is it bad because it's just not good like no quality no effort was put into it or is it bad because you don't agree with it or you don't see the appeal because that's not bad. That just means you're not a fan, which is fine. That's totally fine. So when I get on the interwebs after watching the Game Awards, and I, I typically I avoid social media when the Game Awards are happening because it's stuff like that that ruins it for me. I'm like, man, I want to enjoy this, and everyone's just shitting on everything the entire time or criticizing this. And I'm like, here's this Canadian man <laughs> putting together this spectacle, this hell of a show every year for about, what two two and a half hours and there's no he doesn't he doesn't need to do it by any means right like he could do what everyone else does is get behind you know a web browser or whatever and type up a list and put out a short quick video saying this game wins this because the fans voted for this or this that and the other and be done with the whole thing but no he makes this oscar scale vma scale people's choice award scale award ceremony for one of the greatest mediums of all time video games and then he gets, you know, he gets shot on like, oh, this show wasn't created last year, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Like, be glad that he's one of few, probably, if not the only, going out of his way to do this show. Because, again, he does not have to. He is not obligated by any means to do the damn show. <laughs> so, watching it, you know, going into the show, everyone's complaining that Death Stranding is going to get noms for this, noms for that. It's going to get noms just because of Jeff Keighley's relationship with Hideo Kojima. Uh, and it's like... Or, or, it's going to get nominated because critics and fans enjoyed aspects of the game that qualified for these awards, right? Like, and if it wins it, it wins it, okay? Right? Be done with it. You don't have to agree with it. It's not for you to agree with it. it it's, a, it's a professional critique, and it is given and is bestowed upon them by the expert critics. By people who more than likely I've expected, played the game and reviewed the game in some capacity. So let it be, right? Like, it's not... It's, them saying this game has got great sound design or great impact or anything like that is not by any means taking away the amount of impact or amount of work or effort that went into the game you enjoyed. Uh, so it, it just befuddles me how people can't think that way. And I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the asshole <laughs> for thinking this, right? Um... But I, I don't know. So going into that, I'm like, and then not only did it not, not only did Death Training not win that many noms, right? I think it won two, but it didn't win Game of the Year. And I think what were the Game of the Year nominees? It was Death Stranding, 
Sekiro, um, Outer Worlds, um, Control, and uh, Resident Evil 2, I believe, were the top five there. I could be wrong. I'm not using my phone. Again, no notes here. Um, if you want to correct me, listen to the show, tweet at me once I post it, and then let me know. I'm like, hey, I, thanks. I fucked up. Got it. Appreciate the help. I'll do better next time. <laughs> I'll try to retain things more, <laughs> I guess, because this is honestly, talking like this is a lot more fun. Like, no notes, just kind of just going at it. Like, this is great. Like, oh my God, I am smiling ear to ear. Um, but so like, going in at Sekiro, uh, Death Stranding didn't win, but Sekiro did. And people were still upset. Like, people were bummed and annoyed at the fact that Death Stranding might win it, right? And everyone's like, oh, it's going to win, it's going to win, blah, 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 blah. And then it didn't, and Sekiro won, and people were still pissed. But what did you want, right? Like, (laughs) it it was a matter of this. It's Death Stranding shouldn't win because... It, it's going to feel like a conflict of interest because Jeff Keighley's good friends with Hideo Kojima, right? Sekiro shouldn't win because it's it's, a, it's not it's just not quality enough game. It, it doesn't get this, even though this game was critically acclaimed earlier in the year when it launched. Um, Resident Evil 2 shouldn't win because it's a remake. That shouldn't count. Uh, Outer Worlds shouldn't win because it's too much of a Fallout clone. And uh, Control shouldn't win because like it's, it's just like... It's only nominated because there weren't a huge, there weren't like God of War, Spider Man, or Horizon Zero Dawn levels or Gears of War five levels of game quality out there. It's just not a big title. It's a new franchise. Like who gives a shit? Okay, like how many restrictions are you gonna place on a game for it not to be qualified to win, or enough excuses as to why this game shouldn't be allowed to be nominated? Right? Like who cares? Like all of those games like, have not only been, a majority of them have been commercial successes, it is extremely, like, Resident Evil 2 is awesome, it is a sign of Capcom, like, taking franchises and getting a nice, uh, fresh coat of paint in more ways than one, when they don't need to by any means, because you're right, it's a remake, they don't have to make this game again, but they did, and to make it as good as it was, was none of their damn business, they had no business remaking a game and making it that damn good, but they did, and they got their kudos for it. It is now outpaced and outsold the original Resident Evil 2 and given them a reason to remake 3, something highly requested by the fans and the people that enjoyed the remake of 2. And it has brought Capcom back to the forefront as one of the best publishers and developers out there today. Like, they have had a hell of a year between Devil May Cry 5, Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. Like, they deserve all the... all the critical and commercial success, God, I cannot talk, uh, that they have worked for. Sekiro from Software has put out game after game after game between the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, and now Sekiro, and they have all been top-notch quality games. They have been sh- nothing short of a, a picture of effort and hard work and a dedication to a fan base that, they, that loves them. And not only do these games sell... They are fun for some. I personally, I don't think I'd ever pick up a From Software game going into it because I not my cup of tea. But I recognize the, the work that goes to it and I appreciate what the game is. And that's the difference. Um, so, good for them. Um, 505 Games and Remedy with Control. Like, holy shit, right? Like, who would have thought in 2019 
that 505 Games would publish a game developed by Remedy that won, that has been nominated, and in some cases won, Game of the Damn Year. Like, good for them, that is awesome. Okay? Like, like just good for, like, there's nothing more that can be said about that, but like, good for you guys. You deserve it. You put out something good, you deserve to be recognized. Good job. And uh, what else is there? Uh, Outer Worlds. Okay, like, okay, so Obsidian made a game that is similar in style to Fallout. One, what is, what's the phrase? Uh, imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery, right? So in, in a time where Fallout 4 was not, where people claim Fallout 4 is not as good as Fallout 3, and people liked New Vegas more than 3 or back and forth, and in a world where Fallout 76 is constantly making decisions that aren't the most favorable and getting crapped on for it. People are clamoring for a game like that. So what happened? Obsidian's like, let's make a game similar to one we made before for a franchise, but make a new one on our own and throw a little bit of a twist on it, right? And they did so, and they did a great damn job on it. So again, kudos to them for doing so. Hideo Kojima with fucking Death Stranding, right? This is a game that's been talked about and hyped up for years and is finally here. This is a man who went through hardships a couple years ago with leaving a publisher he'd worked for for years. He has given up a franchise he created with Metal Gear Solid, and he put out a game while polarizing is still recognized for the good work that goes in it and the time and effort he put into it, along with his team. So, after hearing all of that, hearing my, my spiel on those games, why? Why the negativity towards them? They are an achievement to be made. They're not something to be taken away from someone. So, calm down on the negativity on the Game Awards. It is, like Jeff Keighley says, a celebration of games. Celebrate. Alright? That's my two cents on that. More like my 20 bucks, because that was a lot. Um, and then, after that, we've got <laughs> Phil Spencer coming out in the middle of the show. And, you know, just, oh, hey. The, new, the next Xbox is called Xbox Series X. It looks like a PC. Can't wait to show it to you guys. And that was it. Bomb drop. Like, no one was expecting a new console to be announced. After the the showmanship that went into the PS4 reveal and the Xbox One reveal, no one was expecting anything like that, except it was going to be a big... Uh, no one was expecting it to be revealed at the Game Awards, but to be its own little press conference. So, that was a shocker and really cool to see. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, because I think it's going in the direction that... Xbox is constantly touted out they should go in that we're they're going to try to drive away from console generations right so a lot of people are kind of upset with the whole Xbox the Series X thing like oh that's terrible I'm like they're going towards a, a way where it's no longer about console generations it's just the next upgrade it's not like the iPhone like no one talks about the iPhone like the next generation of iPhone right they just talk about is it the iPhone 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 whatever right it's just the next iPhone and they release a new one every year like, and again, there was a generation console generation usually defined by an impressive boost in hardware, right? To where the software runs great and looks great and does this, that, and the other. So when there is a new iPhone, right? 
not every time is there a huge increase in power or major features or anything, or it's lots of most people overlooked and they just get it because it's a new flashy thing and has a slightly better camera, right? So that's what we're going with. And the fact that this thing looks more like a PC, I think kind of screams that because no one talks about the next generation of PC gaming. It's just, I play PC and the game, I make sure my PC can handle the specs for these games at max capacity and then I download the game. There's no PC generation, like there's no next generation PC, there's just parts, like you upgrade your parts. So, and with Microsoft kind of alluding to this idea of like blending console and PC gaming into one thing, why give it a number? Why give it a title? It is a series of a console. So the next time they, if they release anything after the Xbox Series X, it could be the Xbox Series what? It's a series, you know? It's not, it's still the same machine, just slightly better parts inside. Hell, for all we know, it may be in the future, Xbox releases what is pretty much a PC, but in, in, in the concept there that you can upgrade parts to it. You don't have to go out and buy a, well, they'll have a stock machine. You can still buy customizable parts. What's to stop them from doing that? It does nothing but solidify their message that we want to do away with console generations. So I like the look of the console. It's sleek. It has me excited. It's a little tower, which is totally fine. It looks like something else that next that sits next to my router in front of the TV, and that's fine. Well, not necessarily in front of the TV. I don't want to get a black box in front of my screen, but like behind it or next to it, whatever. You know, with entertainment stands, you know, there's always something there. So this is just a thing. It's a nice sleek thing that goes there. Um, I'm curious to see uh, the UI because honestly, that was really my only problem with the Xbox One. Uh, well, not my only problem, but the biggest problem was the UI for me and then how slow it was. It was not that much less powerful than the X, than the PS4, but it took forever to install a damn game, in my experience. Like, it took way too long. And, you know, I'm but I'm not worried about the games they're going to put out because that was another concern with the Xbox One is, you know, with all the acquisitions Microsoft or Xbox has made in recent years, I'm not worried at all. Like Hellblade, Sinuous Saga, like that's going to be great. I can't wait to see more of that. Uh, Halo Infinite is, of course, it's Halo. I have no qualm. I have no qualms or doubts it's going to be a great game. And not to mention, I mean, with Gears, Gears 6 being inevitable, like it's going to be awesome. I'm excited for this console. Will I buy it at launch? Probably not. But I'm excited to see what they do and then maybe they can change my mind in that time, right? I mean, holiday 2020 is almost a year away. Well, I guess it is kind of a year away because it's the holiday season. We're in the middle of it. So a year from now, a new Xbox will be out and I could be excited about it. I might purchase it. It all depends on how my wallet is feeling. <laughs> so yeah, it's really cool. Um, I was the, the Green Day uh, TLC pack for rock, not rock band, <laughs> uh, Beat Saber was unexpected. That was pretty cool. I'm, you know, Rachel, myself, her little sister and her cousin, we're all sitting there watching it and we're watching, okay, the cool view graphics in the back. And all of a sudden I'm like, is someone playing Beat Saber in the background? Like there's Beat Saber cues. That's really cool. That's kind of cool. And I thought maybe at first, like they're just blending different video game scenes in the background that go with the music and what better game than one of the best music games I've ever played with Beat Saber. And then I realized Beat Saber's still going. I'm like, Holy shit, they're going to drop a track pack. It's going to happen tonight. It's going to be really cool. Jeff Keighley is going to go on stage after, or at least on a microphone of some sort, and announce the new Beat Saber track is also featuring Green Day. It's out now for blah, 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 blah. I have not downloaded it yet because Rachel is having some shoulder problems and has been for a while. So playing Beat Saber is painful for her in some aspect. So for me to download it only for her to not play it right now, or at least 
for her to play it and get hurt would be kind of an insult to injury. And I, she played it more than I did anyway, so I'm not going to take that away from her. Um, so yeah, that, that was really cool. Um, untitled goose game coming into PS4. So I, I, while I probably won't play it on PS4, I'd probably play it on my switch. If I ever purchased it, it, it's cool that, you know, it's still coming. And I honestly thought this entire time it was available on PS4. I'm kind of surprised it took that long, but still awesome. Good to see. Uh, I thought the beaker, um, promo, uh, ad thing was really cool and sweet and i hope this the i hope sesame street never goes away like i didn't watch sesame street much as a kid wasn't my cup of tea but like it's like it's a thing that everyone knows even if you don't watch it you know sesame street and you it always makes you smile when it comes around because it's always a quirky little goofy thing and it's like oh <laughs> that's that's funny and it's to adults and children alike so i one it was really cool to see them blend with video games two I hope they never go away. Um, so that was there. Um, I am extremely butthurt. There was n- yet again another year with no Batman. Um, I don't. I, Rock said he's playing with my emotions at this point, like heavily, and I don't like it at all. And I think we should have a serious talk. Uh, I think we should sit down and really evaluate our relationship because what the fuck not only am I being hurt, but other people, you know, you're hurting people by not talking about the next Batman game. Like you sit here and you put out some kind of a slight tease every year and then nothing, nothing, not a goddamn thing. Bastards. That, I'll just decide to rock city. I love you and I can't wait for your next game. It, Batman or not. But more importantly, Batman. Anyway, uh, so there's that. And then speaking of a Batman game and going from the Telltale games to now Telltale games, you know, the new Telltale games announcing that, you know, they're still continuing on with Wolf Among Us 2. That's awesome. Now, I feel like that may have been a thing because in that moment when I was watching it, I was like, whoa, what the hell, Wolf Among Us 2? Like, how's that happening? Telltale's gone. And I'm like, well, okay, they're not gone. They got bought after shuttering. The name got bought after shuttering and some of the people there, some of them not, might be new people. My hopes a new game engine because holy shit like I had hopes before Telltale Shutter when they decided they were going to switch to the Unity engine I was like so hopefully they still go with that and it actually works um and then realizing um one I want a release window of some sort like I mean it's been what three years since Wolf Among Us Season 2 was announced so you'd think there would be some kind of window by now. Granted, I understand Telltale's had a hard time in recent time, in recent year. But still, uh, you know, I imagine if they picked it up and they had a trailer ready to go, there may be some kind of skeleton underlying that they can kind of estimate a time frame on. You know, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see, though. But, Yeah. Hmm. What what else? What's what's going on here? What's going on in the realm? Oh, Godfall, um, the first and only real confirmed PlayStation Five game to come out. Um, that looks kind of sweet. There's a PlayStation blog article out there if you guys are interested and check it out. Um, there's a few video snippets on there, I believe. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to watch them, so I don't know if it's new stuff that wasn't shown off at the Game Awards, but I'll imagine so. So so take a look at that. But I'm excited for that. So it's. So one of the things I think that was circling around video games this year is that there are no, quote-unquote, people were saying no heavy hitters for Game of the Year, right? There's no big titles coming. The only one really people were thinking was going to do it were Gears 5 and Death Stranding or whatever, right? But, and like, 
so like let's let's think about this. Let's we've got Devil May Cry, Borderlands three, Gears five, Death Stranding. Those were the only like big franchise games I think that came out this year. At Pokemon, I guess. Um, I would I could throw it there too. The only big franchise games that really came out this year, I think. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and none of those games necessarily scream like game of the year winner. Is that maybe Gears? But you know, well, not even that. Gears I feel like hasn't really been in that talk since Gears Three. Um, but so when people saw all these games coming out and those games, you know, were what they were, people were like, oh man, it's kind of a weak year for games. Blah 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 blah. blah. While I'm not going to say it's a weak year for games, I'm going to say that it was. There's no clear cut like winners across the board when these games came out like they were still like hmm i wonder how the game would fare like these it's gonna be a tough call there's no man there's no massive uh, like a game out there you know there's no there's no no clear-cut winner i don't even know why i'm trying to struggle to say this and reiterate it a million times but there was that so but that happens you know like i feel like we're on the cusp of a new console generation so you're not gonna see someone pull out all the stops on some games like we like we had seen the year before with God of War, Spider Man, and things of that nature, um, right? Because we have to have a reason to want these new consoles. We don't want to buy a console and not be shit on it or games that like people aren't necessarily super hyped about yet. Like you, you pull out your franchise hitters when you put out a new console, um, at least close to it. So I wasn't expecting anything like that, but that also has me excited for next year. Because next year is going to be fucking massive, right? We've got PS5 launching holiday 2020. We have Project, we have Xbox Series X launching holiday 2020. And you know Nintendo is going to want to keep in the conversation, so they're going to have some killer stuff come out. And they've been killing it since the Switch launch, so why take a break now if they can afford it? Um, so I'm excited. 2020 is going to be a hell of a year for games. Like, I'm, I'm calling it now. Uh, and maybe not the whole year, probably like the, the you know, Q4 holiday season, but it's going to be awesome. And whatever happens with E3 or whatever the hell they do for that, that'll be cool. Uh, the big, well, they, the game announcements that are coming next year will be awesome because more than likely they'll all end up on next gen. And that'll be the conversation starter. I can't wait to see it because that's going to be the time where everyone's kind of like, it, it's something in the air, you know, and it, it's only going to get more and more palatable i think that's the word or you can feel it maybe that's it maybe i'm using the right word wrong definition i don't know i'm not as a teacher or an expert in grammar or spelling or anything like that but i am extremely extremely excited so with that being said i will talk to you guys again here soon i won't guarantee it'll be next week or the week after because it's holiday season but I'm glad y'all, thank you for listening. Um, this has been Wolfie's Gaming Den, a video game podcast where I, your host, Alex Wolf, talk about video games and such. Um, if you're a fan of the show or you're hopping on for the first time, you can follow the show on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can follow me personally at Alex D. Wolf. Let me know what you guys think. You know, like, comment, subscribe, or what have you. Critique it. I don't care. Let me know. I want the show to be better. I want to get there. Again, while I don't want the show to be a chore, I do want to put out a good job. I don't want to half-ass anything. But thank you again for listening. I'll see you guys next time.